Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment. Here Hi. we are. Welcome, friends. I don't know what episode number we're on, but we're we don't really in the teens somewhere, right? We're in the teens somewhere. Oh, yeah. We're established. Could we be <laughs> getting close to the 20? Oh my gosh, I seriously can't remember. Or did we hit 20? <gasps> I think we hit I think 20 we did. a couple weeks ago because I was excited about it. I feel like we did. Oh I my gosh. Like yes, you know what? It just popped up on my phone. It is episode 22 of The Brunch Ladies. So this is so much fun that I didn't even realize we'd done 22 episodes. I feel like I'm like so dwarfed on the screen because my computer sits up on a pedestal, like it's up on a thing. You look like you're in a short chair. You look like you're in a kindergarten chair today. And I'm not. This is the shack is a huge chair. But the way <laughs> it sits just makes me feel like, hey, teacher, I got a question. I'm not going to lie. It does look a little bit like, can I go potty, please? <laughs> so if you're watching on podcast, you want to click over and get, get a good laugh. Hold on. Let me adjust. Is that better? Right. That's a little bit better. Maybe adjust. Can you adjust a little bit more? I am... Um, advertising for our friend Daniela today at Fiend. Oh, yes, go Fiend. My, my favorite Fiend cup. I got six of them. I love them. I love to drink out of them. They're that beer can style. So they have this cute little kind of lip around them. Yeah, I don't have any of those style. What, what do you want in there? It looks so fresh and the first time I, oh I'll tell you what I got in here in a second but the first time I drank out of one of these cups was in Charlotte at a coffee shop Nick and I got a um, Airbnb for a weekend over fourth of July um, a couple of years ago just to get away and have a fun little weekend it had yeah. like a rooftop pool we thought we were in our 20s we pretended to be in our 20s again <laughs> hanging out with all the youngins partying like a rock star but anyway the down below in the bottom of this apartment complex in downtown Charlotte was this coffee shop. And so they had these cups that are like beer. They look like cans, but they're cups and they weren't selling them yet, but they were going to, because I was going to buy one because I just love the way it fits your lip when you drink. And then lo and behold, I'm on social media with Daniela and she's like, new glasses out for feed. And I'm like, um, I'll take six. <laughs> Oh, wow. I wonder if those, so I always get gift cards, you know, gift baskets from Fiend. Like that's my go-to gift for everybody in, in Kanchi because everybody loves it so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I wonder if Polly got glasses like that. I got her a gift basket, but I didn't, I don't remember what was in it. I got to oh, see. Maybe. Well, I love them. They're my favorite. So what I have in my drink today, this is um, LaCroix bubbly water. It is hibiscus flavor. And I just I, had hibiscus of, tea last night. Love that flavor. I love hibiscus tea. Yeah. So instead of using ice, we always buy like pineapple and papaya at Trader Joe's the organic and we cut it up and freeze it for our smoothies. So instead of ice, I put frozen papaya in here and a little mint sprig. This is my fancy oh. brunch ladies drink today. Wow. Now, if I didn't have so much to do today, I would add vodka to this and it would be perfect. <laughs> but today has to be an uber productive day for me. So I kept it clean. 
Yeah, I noticed you're finally back at home in your in your own space. I mean, that must feel really good. You were so on an extended, unplanned trip. Yeah, my little Molly and Poppy take Miami with Pink Floyd um, turned into a call while in Miami and a rerouting to Anderson, South Carolina. Um, what was supposed to be a seven to 10 day away was a two months away from home. Yeah. So it is so good to be back at my house. Um, my husband kept it in check. The house looks great. He did great for two months and he drove back and forth to Anderson while I was there. So he'd come stay with me for three nights, help at my mom's house and then come back here, you know, the rest of the week or, you know, three nights on, four nights on, whatever, but go back and forth and yeah, take care of this house and mow the lawn and water the plants and all that good stuff and work while I was working at mom's. So. Wow. You guys really had a long road. You had a long, long road. Couple of months. Yeah. But it's good to be home. Mom settled into her new retirement assist. Well, not she's not in the assisted living area, but in her retirement community, um, settling in quite well. Meeting a lot of friends, playing poker. She joined the bridge club. She goes to happy oh. oh, she's good. She'll be good. But um, so she's settling in just fine, and we have um, are in the works. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood that her house will be sold. We'll know for sure we're under contract um, by the 11th if everything sits well. Uh, fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. So the house will be out of the picture and she'll just be in her little assisted, her little, whatever you call it, retirement village. So. See, and you had, so you have brought back, I mean, you donated a lot and you had a yard sale and you brought back a lot of that estate of, of two estates, one from Aunt Judy and one from your mom two estates. Uh, to your home. So there's going to be so many cool things going up on consignment, honestly. Guys, when I said like, it, it's crazy. It's crazy how much stuff we human beings accumulate. Stuff, stuff, so much stuff we accumulate. And I've now, like you're saying, back to back estates and yeah. Judy's estate to my mom's estate. Um, but again, it's exhausting, but so much fun. And you learn so many things and you find stuff that you didn't know. Oh, I wish I would have brought it up. Dar darn it. Um, I have, so this was from my brother. My brother, Libby knows, but you may not all know. My brother passed away several years ago. He was just 19 months older than me. So a lot of his stuff, his um, wife has some stuff for the kids, but stuff she didn't want. A lot of that ended up within my mom's items too. So one of the boxes I found were, my brother used to travel a lot. So we had some steins from Germany, which are cool. So they'll get listed. I have them one point. And Aunt Judy has steins. So if you're a stein collector, we're going to add more to the store. I think we might have. Do we have some already? Gosh, I don't know. They sell so well. We have quite a few steins, stein collectors that shop us. And I have two local people here um, that that shop for steins as well. So, well, we have a minimum of four. I know I have at least two from aunt Judy. One's musical and they're from Germany, West Germany. I think one is stamped, the other's Germany. And then I've got a couple from my brother, but the coolest thing. And again, I wish I'd brought it up with me that I'm getting ready. I think I'm going to list it today is a flask set. It's a vintage German flask set. So it's round 
and it comes in a zipper box. Like if you think of the old leather zipper top boxes that like camera lenses would go into. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a brown leather zipper top and you open it up and inside of it are three um, flasks that are curved to make the circle and each top has a different color. And then sitting in the middle of it are four little silver um, shot glasses that stack in the center of them. Oh, I can't wait to check out the store when you list it and, and get, get my eyes on that. So cool. That really like I, Nick, you know, my husband loves his little kind of wet bar area that he's a scotch drinker and he has a little collection of some of that vintage stuff. Some we got from Concha Consignment. Um, so I thought, I was like, do you want it? And he's like, I really think it's cool, but I think there are collectors out there that would use it and love it more than, yeah. you know, for me, it would just sit there. I'm not a real collector. So I think it's better for you to put it out to the people who would really, um, love it and utilize it more than, okay. you know, he's like, if I had memories with your brother and we actually had used it at events, but I, he'd never seen it up until me unboxing this. So Anyway, it's really cool. So check it out. It's vintage and it is just super cool. Yeah. I've never, I don't think, I'm based on what you're describing, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I had never seen one and yeah. I was surprised I hadn't seen it at my brother's over the years. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So quite interesting. The things you find. I you know. Up. So, never oh. a dull moment. But yes, my house is boxes galore everywhere everywhere um and keeping them separate aunt judy versus mom so it's going to be many several months of research go through inventory and cool different items on yeah. our in our store so. yeah and those are not easy items i mean everything has to be looked up and researched yeah, yeah. that's i mean each one is is a challenge it is yeah. sometimes it's fun um, when you get a consignment like that and sometimes it it's so time consuming. We put so much time and effort into it that it gets, I don't want to say exhausting, but. I think I'm going to put an egg timer on my desk and time with certain items and give it X amount of time and just say, okay, this is it. Like make your decision to move forward because yeah. Especially, you know, I get, I get into that rabbit hole and that perfectionism aspect of, I got to make sure I'm doing exact justice. And, um, and then sometimes you just have to say, look, put it on auction and let the right. collectors decide, or, yeah. you know, I, I need to go with this and just do it and quit researching. So I think I'm going to have to utilize the, the egg timer during a lot of this to keep. Yeah, I think so. And so some of the history on these pieces is so interesting. Like you just really just want to go down that rabbit hole and just, and, and learn about it all. Yep. It just, it's hard to stop yourself. Well, and I think it is good for us as professions in the business to know history on it and read about it and learn it. But oh, yeah, I think we need to keep track of where and how much we put it <laughs> <laughs> we want enough to be able to educate buyers too and know enough that we know what we're selling but absolutely but you Definitely. can spend Definitely. hours and hours <laughs> so uh you're organizing you're doing a lot of organizing and over the next couple months 
And uh, as part of that, we're going to bring you different tips and tricks and ideas and decluttering ideas. And we're kind of going to go with Molly's whole theme here as she goes through these these estates she's going to share with us. So, yes, I'm excited. I've been touching on it a little on our social yeah. media with some quotes and some cute little things about organizing and keeping your head clear on it. But I told Libby, I think this week I'm going to have some fun since I'm back home and a little a little more organized myself in my daily routine now that I've caught up on sleep and I'm kind of getting back in the game that this week I want to have some fun on social media um, and get into a little more, a little more detail on that and have some fun with it. So. Yeah, because we've got some really fun things coming up. We were just yeah. talking this morning about um, I will be going down, not this coming week, but the week after, uh, I'll be going down to North Carolina. Yay! Uh, bringing my daughter to school in Charlotte. So uh, we're going to make a pit stop vacation at Molly's, and uh, we're going to bring you uh, resale therapy. We're going to do it together. We'll be in the same physical location, which I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be so much fun. And brunch ladies, that Sunday will be in the same location, too. We'll yeah. be together right here. I right? can't believe or, it. Who knows? Maybe we'll be outside on the deck. I don't know. Yeah. And Pink Floyd, as we get Emma packed up, we're going to use some of Molly's organizational tips as we pack her up and move her into her sorority house. We are going to use some of Molly's organizational tips. And uh, Pink Floyd might even make an appearance during this road trip. We may yes. pick him up at Molly's house. We'll see. Yes, he may. <laughs> yep. He might have to be a little part of this because he's missed it. He's tired yeah. of just sitting back. He wants to come back out front and center. <laughs> He said he kind of got dropped high and dry there, and he's not real happy about it. All right. Well, it's he time. Likes to, he likes a little more loving than what he's been getting. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to pull him back out and let him give him some love. Poor, poor Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you know what? Before right. we, I wanted to show you something. So <clears throat> during all of this, crazy two months at mom's, it was also my mother's 80th birthday happened. And I knew obviously it was coming. So we had planned always to have a big 80th birthday, but then she fell and was in the hospital and the house, you know, anyway, we ended up going, oh gosh, what are we going to do? And I had to totally kind of change the idea of her 80th birthday. And we ended up doing a drop in at her church. It was wonderful. hundred people. She loved it. She felt like the queen for a day, but my cousins came in town. So my cousins, and I think I probably said this in another episode talking about my family. My mom was 25 when she married my dad. My dad was 50. So they were 25 years apart in age. They wow. were each other's first one and only marriage, one and only lifetime love. Meant to be lovebirds. So anyway, but because of the age difference, my first cousins on my dad's side are my mom's age. Like they're all right yeah. there close to each other. And so growing up, having my three first cousins, well, I say three, I had two other first cousins from my aunt Jane, but we weren't as close because my other three cousins, my uncle Fred and aunt Billy's kids grew up on Hilton Head with me. So they grew up like I, that was like having cool aunts and uncles, only they were cousins. So like they were in college and would come home from college when I was a little, you know, five, seven, eight year old. And it was always so cool to have your big cousins come home from college. <laughs> and with you. But there's this lifetime 
of relationship between my dad and them that I was never a part of, right? I mean, yeah. they lived all of their youth through into college with a relationship with their favorite uncle that I was never privy to because I was not on this earth. <laughs> so I keep my, my cousin Avery, she keeps surprising me with things. So one, and I don't have the other with me, but she came to Cal's graduation a couple of years ago and gifted me this beautiful gold ring with an amethyst that my dad had given her when she was young from one of his world travels. My dad loved to travel. He always believed the best education a person can have is traveling the world. And so my dad was a huge, huge traveler. So he had brought her back, his niece, this beautiful gold ring with an amethyst. So she gave it to me at his graduation. And I cried. I was like, I never, and I'd never seen it, never knew it. So I learned this other side of him. Well, she comes to mom's birthday party and she brings me another gift of something of my father's. And it was something I didn't know. My dad, at one point in his life, dabbled in painting. Now, I knew my mom did. I have paintings of my mom's, but I never knew my dad painted. And she brought to the party and said, I thought you would want to have this. This is a painting I've always had in my home that your dad painted. So I'm going to show you. It is this. Hold on. I got to get this right with StreamYard. Magnolias in this blue vase. Uh, wow. And my dad painted this. I never knew my dad was a painter. No wonder you're so artistic and crafty. So you're on both sides. So I'm thinking, I don't know if y'all can see this. Let me turn this. And for those of you that are not on here, I'm sorry. You got to go on and watch it. See that blue on my wall back there? It's like a teal blue. Don't you think mm -hmm. I can hang this in here? Yes. There's just enough light blue that it will be really pretty in here. Yeah. The only thing is, would you be worried about the sun fading in at all? Well, I don't think if I do it on the right wall. You know, the oh, not necessarily where the sun is streaming in, but no, no, oh. no, not on that wall that you're looking oh. at. I was just using that yeah. for color, like to look at the colors. If you think I could get away with hanging this in here, where's Heidi? Where's Heidi? Heidi, Hello, Heidi, we need you. Heidi, are so, you working? You need to be in the comments. <laughs> when you come next week, Libby, we'll take a look at it. But I think I want to yeah. hang it in my office because I spend so much time in here and I think I would love to have. I think with the little bit, it's a blue vase. But in the middle where it does like the supposed to be like the shine of the sun, it lightens up almost to this. There's some of this light teal that I have in my office on it. So I think I'm going to hang it in here. I think that would be amazing. But again, Yay. wow, I cried. you learn so many new things like and it is wow. kind of cool that they had this whole other life with my dad and know him in a way that, you know, I like my other cousin on my mom's side. I know her relationship with my family. And I know mine with hers because we grew up together sharing that. Stories, yeah. Because we grew up together at the same age. But on my dad's side, there was this whole nother life that they had growing up with my dad that I didn't know. So it's always interesting to hear their memories and love and experiences with him through their eyes because it was a part of dad I didn't know. Oh, that is so special. Isn't that cool. Yes. So now I have this beautiful piece of artwork from my dad I'm going to hang up. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Cool stuff. So, cool stuff. Yeah. I think we should talk a little bit about, so this week we were busy at, um, we did a virtual conference next year. Hopefully we'll be in Vegas at the real one. If I can get Molly on a plane. 
um, because I'm not driving to Vegas. Uh, But (laughs) anyway, eBay did their annual conference online this year. And uh, we were there for three days, a couple hours a day, uh, learning, you know, tips, tricks, new offerings. And for those of you that don't know, we have eBay hooked into our website and we use that to manage most of our sales. So, um, you know, for our consigners, that's awesome because, you know, we're learning new techniques and, you know, tips, tricks to better sell your items, better research your items, and just really stay on top of the trends. So that was really educational and it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. Connecting with other sellers, other people in the business, but Mm -hmm. just, um, I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like when I was a teacher and we'd go to um, conferences for educators and you would come back and you'd be like, you know, I just spent a week with, with education Jesus. And now I'm like, yeah, revitalized, revitalized, revived and ready to take on the education world. And that was how I felt with this, even though it was virtual you still got a lot of that feeling that pumped up that camaraderie and the chat with people chatting back and forth with other business owners and learning from other sellers that Mm -hmm. were highlighted in the videos and sharing their experiences and stories. You just left with this kind of awesome revival feeling. (laughs) Definitely was. It was, it was definitely great. I mean, it's like, because we are an online business Uh, It's great to stay on top of these things. It's also, you know, very interesting the way the trend is moving more toward on more toward online. And, um, you know, we're positioned really well to be able to, you know, take advantage of that, to be able to sell uh, for our consigners to a to a global market. And it's just really exciting to me. You know, I get I get so much joy out of selling things for other people and helping them clear out and research and find a new home for their items. It's just exciting that we can do that. And, you know, we can keep ourselves educated and do that in the best way we know how and keep working for our consigners. So love it. Love it. (laughs) That was really, really fun. It was a lot of fun. And now I'm ready to take on the consignment world. Honestly, <laughs> just got to make some time for sleep. Well, yeah, I got all this. I, I mean, we had so many consignments. You've had the, you know, the estates you're working with. You've had other consignments, other items. Um, I've had with the pandemic, I said the P word, but anyway, with, you know, with everybody home and cleaning out, not only were people shopping, but they were decluttering. So we got really hit with an influx of, of items. And I have like an eight week, I'll say backlog of items to, to consign because just the sheer volume of it, which is fine. I mean, that's awesome. We just put it in line and process it, you know, in the order it was received. And yep. uh, consigners are great with that. I mean, we like every, every item gets a good bit of attention, so we don't rush anybody through. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been really crazy, but I've had to put uh, my painting. I like to refinish and paint stuff kind of on the back burner. I mean, all my time has been spent on consignments, whereas before I was able to make time for that. And the consignments have been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some consigners. We have some awesome consigners and awesome items, and I'm happy to bring them to you. But yeah, wild. I have some pieces that I need to paint. And I ended up with some new ones from moms. So 
I wish while you were here, we could do that, but I think we have too much other stuff to do than to get into painting. Yeah, I think the selling comes usually before the painting, right? I know, but I do miss the days that we would hang out in your detached garage and paint all day on our day off. I know. Put the I music know. on. I'd say we'd talk and we did talk, but we would a lot of times just listen to music, get in the zone and just paint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's a true friend. Like you can literally just be quiet together or you can run your mouth right? as you want and it's just... It's get just in the good. zone and paint. It's just good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, so much to do. Well, I can't wait for you to come next week. Well, the I mean, week after, right? My house. Well, this week, next, next week. week. Yeah. All right. So it's next week. Not this week. It'll be the, the 19th. I'm going to leave like so early in the morning, guys. I'm going to, I already told Emma, like we're leaving at five o'clock in the morning so we can get there for resale therapy and do resale therapy. <laughs> It all revolves around Kanchi consignment. Right, right. She'll be so tired. She'll sleep in the car, though, won't she? I think so. We usually listen to uh, Crime Junkies or some podcasts. Uh, last time did. I drove down, we listened to um, our Consignment Chats podcast. Did you? Mm -hmm. yeah. Nick likes to listen to it. I have a hard time listening to myself. I, I don't know. I it's don't hard. mind it. I kind of get caught up. Like I enjoy listening to the brunch ladies actually. <laughs> and I, and because it feels like, you know, because I do, I am by myself and I work by myself. It, it feels like my friends are here, you know? <laughs> do you comment back to us? Cause I have done that before. I'll be like, oh, I, that yes, I, yes, that yes. I was talking to you and I'm like, Oh wait. <laughs> it's like you and Nick with, um, pure hustle podcast guys. Oh yeah. I mean, Nick thinks they're his friends. And so do you. Yes, it's girl. such a weird feeling, right? Well, they I actually kind of are your friends now because you've actually spent talking time with them. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. But, um, yeah. It is weird because, and I think about this from our perspective too, like, because we do, you know, we do the podcast, we do the YouTube, we do our work with our other business consignment chats, um, resale therapy, like all of this. And we're in people's houses, we're in people's living spaces. And, mm -hmm. you know, people think they, well, I guess they kind of do know us, right? Right. But we don't necessarily know them. And I, it's weird for me because I'll listen to like Pure Hustle podcast and I'll feel like, all right, they're my friends, they're my people, and they're in my, you know, living room. Right. Mike just car. had a baby. Yeah. They <laughs> have no idea that. <laughs> I don't know. It's right. just such a strange, strange relationship, isn't it? It is. It is. But I love it. I, I love it. it. Keeps me busy. <laughs> I wish I were better with the capability of listening to a podcast while I work, but I can't. I can put music on while I work, but I can't. My brain cannot handle a podcast and working at the same time. So Same. I just, I wish I could, cause I could listen to so much more. There's so much I want to listen to. Um, cause I love so many different types of podcasts, not just educational, but like with you crime junkies and mm -hmm. there's several new ones I've gotten into that I like. And, uh, well, I can listen to us do this when I'm working because it's just conversational and it's fun. And I already know what we're going to say. <laughs> But to listen to anything educate, like I find myself like stopping working or stopping the pot. Right. Oh, wait, I got to write that down. Or wait, I got to check that out on a website. Or I have to, 
Yeah, it's very well, hard. See, for me, I'm usually like, wait a minute, what did he say? I totally missed what that guy said. Like, I don't yeah. pick up any of it. I don't retain or hear it. And so I can't even say, oh, wait, I need to write that down because I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> That's how little yeah. I can focus on it. So music well, said, I mean, my mom gets, my mom and I laugh at this point because I say she gets an honorary mention and she's like, I know I do. And every podcast I do, whether it's with consignment chats or whether it's with Conchi consignment. And, is she feeling uh, famous? Yeah, I think she is. I think she is. But she's that good. Like the wisdom of the women in my family, I swear, has been passed down. And I, it's just always, always worth something. Love it. So uh, the one thing I was talking a little bit about this week, and it sort of has to do with organization. Like my mom is an uber organized person. She is gifted. She is organized. She can organize a mess. And anyway. She was telling me that some of the most successful people focus on one thing and one thing only at a time. They focus, they have laser focus. They're not trying to multitask and do a little something over here and a little something over there. When they're doing that task, they're 100% in it. So I've been trying to implement that okay. myself. It is very challenging because it is not how my brain works, but I'm finding I get things completed more quickly when I'm not trying to, you know, answer an email or answer a text while I'm listing an item or. Oh, I had a question and I just dropped it that quick. Er, er. Oh, I was going to say, so are you one of those people that can actually read like two novels at the same time? Yeah. 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 See, no way, no how. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally different, brains, <laughs> totally different brains, girl. That's why. That's why we work well together. That's why we work well together. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I have Polly was hoping to make it up here. Um, Polly works with us. Uh, she does some listing. She's also uh, a teacher's aide, so she doesn't work much during the school year, but she does work during the summer. A lot of you know her. Um, she's my good friend and she's on her way up here to my house today and we're going to do brunch, which is why I just have a little bubbly, a little, um, it's seltzer in a glass today because we are actually going to do brunch today. And she's on her way up here. I'm so so are you cooking? Are you ladies going out? What's the point? We are going out. So there is a diner by my house. It's called the Country View Diner and it is like an old school diner. Like, I mean, not a diner like 1950s setup, but like the food, it's like a country diner that serves okay. incredible home cooked food at like ridiculously low prices. Uh, Polly's totally in love with it. My kids are totally like, it's the place to go. Gotcha. And you know, you spend like less than $10 a person like for a full course meal. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's insane. That's awesome. So we're going to go there. Awesome. <laughs> she, well, you know, I was hoping she'd make it, and she was too, for brunch ladies. But um, I know. Didn't, yeah. We've got to have her on soon. We have to. People I need know. to learn from Polly. Polly is amazing. Yeah. Talk about somebody who can do tons and get it done. Never in my life have I met somebody like her. She's such a doer. It's crazy. I mean, she taps like when you re you remember doing our uh, Conchi Connects events, the charity events. We'd get up early on a Sunday morning. We'd load the sidewalk. I mean, 
she was a powerhouse. Like she got us through those events. Like it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. She can like run the Girl Scouts, feed 50, um, teach Sunday school. classroom. Um, yes. Teach Sunday school, volunteer at the library and work conscious consignment all in five hours. Yeah. And succeeded at all. Like, <laughs> God, I love you, her. How do you do that? How? How? She's amazing. Well, I hope you ladies have an awesome time and tell Polly I miss her. She'll have to come down on one of your trips. I hope so. This teaching thing is really getting in the way, though. Yeah. You need to bring your mom. I need her organizational skills at this house pronto. She was asking um, if she should come with me this time, but maybe when I pick Emma up. Um, bring her. Yeah. All right. Maybe I will. Bring her. Maybe I will. She's welcome. Cool. Bring her down. Yeah, she's dying to get there. I need her. All right. <laughs> I'll put the word out. I'll put the word okay. out. All right. Well, she'll listen. Jane, please come next week. Just jump in the truck. Come on. <laughs> They'll make room for you. Oh, my gosh. All the college stuff. All right. So I've had a Honda Pilot, I don't know, forever. Different ones, different used ones, whatever. But I, I find myself wanting to downsize, but like I'm totally, I, I don't know how I would get kids to college. You I'd can. have to get like a U-Haul or something. How could yeah. I, like, how do you do it? So and most people do U-Haul. In fact, when we did my mom's yard sale last weekend, because Anderson is Clemson University and there's also Anderson University, mm. um, one of this sweet couple from their baby's name is Molly. So of course I love them even more. <laughs> But she sings in the church choir with my mom and her husband's business is moving her to Texas, moving them to Texas. So she needed guest bedroom furniture. So when we were doing the yard sale, she came over and bought one of my mom's bedroom suits to take to Texas and a mattress and box spring. Nice. So they were trying to figure out how to get it there. And she went to go get a U-Haul in a storage shed and there was nothing because of college move in. All yeah. of the storage sheds were booked full. All of the U-Hauls were, well, luckily another friend of ours who sings in the choir, who are dear friends of both families, um, they have a truck and a trailer. So they, along with Cal and their son and helped them load it in and got it to their house. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I didn't realize people use U-Hauls to move their kids in and storage sheds units to move their kids back and forth to college. But I guess it I makes mean, you saw my car. It was jam packed. Like it was, it was full. Like we could well, barely squeeze you and or Emma in the back seat. Right. And think about it. If you put your child goes out of town to college, like Emma does. You know, if she's not now in a dorm because you don't need as much, but say she moved into an off-campus apartment during the school year mm -hmm. and went home in the summer, it would behoove you to have a storage unit for that stuff, right? Then oh, to wow. take furniture Gosh. back home. Yeah. Like Cal's learning that because Cal has all this furniture and he just got a bunch from my mom moving out of her house. Like he got her bumper pool table, poker table. It's like this really cool, like octagonal bumper pool table but then the top on it so you can use it like a dining room table it comes with chairs but then the oh, top wow. i didn't know that that's great yeah, it's oak so my mom had it at her original lake house down in the downstairs party room but you take the oak top and flip it 
and it's a felted lined poker table with the cup holders and the chip holders and all. So Cal was immediately, you know, it's got the pool sticks and the balls. He's yeah, like, mom, yeah. mom, can we have the bumper pool? I want to take it to the frat house. <laughs> so he got the bumper pool table. He got, my mom's got a brand new friend of ours just bought her this beautiful outdoor grill. He's got the grill at the frat house. Like the frat house is loving it right now. They got all kinds of really cool things. <laughs> So they just got a big time upgrade at the frat house with mom's stuff. You know, she oh, had a wow. mini fridge upstairs that he put in his frat room, his room at the frat. Oh, room. I bet he, I bet your mom loves that idea. She does. She does. I so I told the boys and they, they were laughing when they were helping unload the U-Haul, um, his fraternity brothers. And I said to them, I said, guys, when you get the table set up your first poker game, you better take pictures and send them to his grandmother and he was the one of them's like, but we could be drinking to Cal. I go, oh no, she'll love to see that too. She'll love to know you're really enjoying it. And you know, so yeah. Now, does that are frat houses furnished? They're not furnished. No, are they are. Yeah. Now, there's furniture in the main rooms, but their bedrooms, they have to bring their own furniture in. Really? Okay. Yeah. And this is a house house. Like, it's not like, you know, Emma's lit, the sororities have the dorm style living. His yeah. is actually a house on the edge of campus. So it's, and it's big. He toured us and Doug was there, um, you know, Poppy's husband. So he, the boys gave us a tour, which was quite um, interesting. I've heard, I've heard. Emma said the house is interesting. She's been there. So yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> so, but they're doing a lot of updating and upgrading to it, but Cal's got this enormous room. And when he walked us through it, I was like, oh God, it's big, but it just had stuff in it and it was dirty. And I was like, oh, he's leaving this beautiful home that he was running off campus. That was a gorgeous, like newly built house. It was. Yeah. Moving into this dark dungeon of a frat house. That's just, ooh, you know, um, but then he FaceTimed Nick and I the other day to show us he had spent the whole day on his bedroom. And I was like, holy moly, he completely cleaned it out. And you could see in the corner leaning against the wall where the broom, the vacuum, the Lysol, the, all the cleaning supplies, he cleaned it top to bottom. He hung his hammock up on the wall on the, he, it looks amazing. Good for him. Which Good he for opened, him. took all the shades off and opened all the windows. It's all bright. It's all clean. It's all organized. And it was like, talk <laughs> about a before and after picture. My jaw dropped. I was like, Cal, I am actually so freaking proud of you right yeah, now. Yeah, you taught him well. Wow. That's my boy. I am See, so he was watching all those country consignment organizational tips, wasn't he? That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's a good thing he follows us so closely. Yep. I mean, it's just like all his shoes are lined up on the shoe racks just so. And I mean, he, it looks amazing. Good for him. Proud of him. So proud of him. Good. It was hard to leave him in there. I was like, oh God, Ooh, am I really, he's going to catch something. <laughs> and he still could. I don't know. It is frat house, but. but he's Yeah, my college place. living situation was looking back quite gross. Scary. Yeah, <laughs> it was scary. It, it was scary and gross. Yeah. That's what makes us tough and strong to live in the real world later. I think so. I yeah. think so. Absolutely. We'll have to see if we can go by and give you a tour next week when you come. Oh, yeah. See the frat house. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. All right. Let's get to work, girl. All right. Well, I'm going to go brunch and then I'm going to get to work. You go brunch. Give Polly my love. Well, Polly's bringing up a load of consignments, too. So, you know, <laughs> I'm never without work. So even our brunch 
Conchie Consent has even taken over our girl time brunch, but that's okay. We all love it. Enjoy your brunch. All right. Have fun. Give Polly my love. And we'll chat later. I'm going to go back to work. I am sure I'm working all day. Bye. Bye. To see what Conchie Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchieConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.